Welcome to the From Home to Home podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Lindy Sanna and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host Rachel Patterson. We're two friends who love being together and chatting about all the motherhood things as well as being a wife, walking in faith and all the ins and outs of what being a homemaker means for us on a daily basis. So go ahead, grab your coffee, grab your pumpkin spice latte or your hot cider wine or just your favorite cup of tea and come hang out with us as we chat from home to home. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Episode seven! Okay, so I don't know if you noticed that I changed the intro, or maybe you did. I think I did, though, when I changed it to, I changed it from mama friends to two friends, because I'm like, we're beyond mama friends. Right, yeah. We are, like, the bestie friends, (laughs) so we are beyond just being friends because we're moms. That's so true, and I didn't even notice, so you just snuck that right in there. I slid it right in there, just to just to end from where we ended our last episode that you were mine forevermore i'm just <laughs> took out all other identities and just put us as permanent friends forever and ever i know you made all of my other friendships super insecure so thank you <laughs> <laughs> no one can love you like that rachel girl can Oh, that's, that's not true. Jesus does. Yes, he does. He supersedes, he supersedes it all. <laughs> okay, Rachel, episode seven. I'm so happy to finally be having this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I miss you. I saw your husband at church on Sunday and I kept looking for you and I didn't see you. So... I was like, whatever, I'll talk to her later. <laughs> In like 20 minutes. And so I left. <laughs> yeah. So how's your day been? It's been pretty good. I kind of told you how my morning went, but I'm really excited for fall. Have We've had our house open for like the last five days. Mm-hmm. Last night was the first night we turned the air conditioning back on in a in like four days and then we actually just turned it back on like 20 minutes ago because it was kind of humid and it didn't quite feel like fall in here but I'm okay with that because for the rest of the week it's supposed to be nice and cool and Mm -hmm. the house will be open and it will feel beautiful and I just love being able to go outside the girls and I I told Mike on Sunday I said this week I'm notorious for this. This week, we're starting. (laughs) We're going to start doing something. Um, No, so I was like, we're going to start taking walks in the morning before breakfast, before school, to just get outside and, like, go for a walk and stuff like that. So the last two days, we have been faithful. Mm. It's it's Tuesday, and we have done our walk on Monday and Tuesday. So that was really nice. But, yeah, so we are just gearing up for all the the fall things and the fall weather, and it's just, oh, it's my favorite. What about you? Oh, I love this weather. Same thing. No AC, windows open. I've had the sliding door open and then the window in the front open. So there's been this breeze blowing through the home. And it's just, it's been so refreshing after being so hot and so humid. I'm so ready for all the fall things. Now that it is officially fall. Officially. Officially, because we had to wait. 
I mean, my waiting wasn't as patient as your waiting because I cheated a little. But like now I'm like having my pumpkin spice creamer. I'm having my pumpkin spice maple syrup. Mm. I'm doing all the pumpkin things. Pumpkin spice maple syrup. Oh, it is stupid good. Okay. Okay. Again, we're coming for brunch. Stop <laughs> teasing me with all you feed me delicious dinner, but you talk about all this amazing brunch stuff that you have. Oh, I love brunch. Oh I love gosh. I just love food. This is why I've just resigned myself to the fact that I'll never be skinny because I just <laughs> like to eat way too much and I eat pretty healthily. I mean, I'm baking with whole wheat flour and I'm using, you know, unprocessed products and organic products and reducing sugar. But yeah, no, I totally love to bake way too much. Yeah. So these thighs they're here to stay yes girl preach (laughs) you welcome husband yeah right oh my word okay so before we dive into any more fall stuff let's talk about our wine and oils so go for it tell me what you're drinking Okay, so really excited to be going back to the red wines. I typically shelf red wines in the summertime because you drink them at like room temperature or warmer. You don't typically drink a red wine cold. So in the summertime, I go to my white wines, my rosés, my sparkling wines, which I absolutely love. But as we go into the warm weather, I'm doing more cabaret sauvignons and I'm doing more merlots. And I don't really do a lot of Pinot Noir, but if I can find a good Pinot Noir, I might make a good marinade out of it. If you get a, if you ever get a bottle of red wine that you're not crazy about, throw it in some steak with some cilantro, red Ooh. or white onion, salt, pepper, and some fresh garlic, and just let the steak sit for anywhere from like two to eight hours, and you will have a killer steak marinade. So sounds so good never waste that wine so i'm excited about the red wines they go really well with roasts they go really well with um like a bolognese which is like a really good cold weather dish and Mm -hmm. so bring on all the reds and i've been doing some oils i've been having my peppermint and eucalyptus very nice and lemon i'm really into lemongrass right now and i think it's because it gives me the lemony fresh scent without having to use as much of just the lemon yeah and so i just try and like soften it up a little bit but i've found like the perfect spot to put it where it blows through the whole room you've got me turned on to these diffusers rachel i told erin i wanted to buy another one i'm telling you they're amazing I keep trying to buy another one. The last one I bought from Target because it was like totally on a whim. It was broken. And so I had to return it. And I feel like that was God's way of saying you do not need to spend $30 on this Target diffuser. Just go on to Amazon Prime. Get your little mm-hmm. one. Yep. And I was going to say, just because, go to Amazon. They're I know. like 15 to 20 bucks. That's and exactly they're, it. They're amazing. So that's what I'm going to have to do. But you're the oil expert. So, uh-huh. oh, guru. That's a big word. <laughs> guide me. What are we diffusing this fall? Oh, my word. I could seriously have a conversation about all the fall oils for 30 minutes, but um, probably longer. So I have cinnamon and nutmeg and Mm. ginger and orange and vanilla. 
Um, the Thieves blend is still really great for the fall. And like all the piney tree oils. So like pine. And then we have another one. Young Living has one that's my favorite called Sacred Mountain. Mm. Um, Northern Lights Black Spruce. Mm. White Spruce. I love Lodge. that Black Spruce one you yeah. gave me. That Northern Lights. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lodgepole Pine. Just all of the all of the earthy oils but the my favorites are always uh the cinnamon and the nutmeg and there's this other one that i have that nobody would really think about it as a fall oil but it's called davana and it smells like green apples the from home to home podcast is sponsored by sips that give This is the part of the podcast where I get to fangirl all about wine. To know me is to know my love of good wine, and I just cannot keep a good thing to myself. One Hope Wines, sustainable, clean, award-winning Napa Valley wine that gives back in a multitude of ways. The vision of One Hope is Sips That Give, allowing charities across the world to fundraise through the delicious and sophisticated joy of wine. Our wines score high on the tasting scale and our head winemaker, Mary, collaborates with big names such as Robert Mondavi Jr. to ensure consistent excellency in our wines. Wines made from the world's best grapes to bring wines that are dynamic, flavorful, low sugar, toxin, and additive free. No wine pooch or stained teeth, and even better, no hangover. Step up your wine game with One Hope Wines and contact me about how you too can raise money for a cause you care about through delicious wines that give back. Cheers to Sips That Give and One Hope Wine. So my favorite <laughs> is to take cinnamon and the Davana, which smells like the green apples and a little bit of vanilla and make my house smell like apple pie. Oh, that sounds so good. You have to mm-hmm. have your home smell like that when I finally decide to bring you your Tupperware. You know, Mike still has not let that go. Well, you know, it's the f- <laughs> He's like, have you seen Lindy? And I'm like, no. He's like, D- you haven't gotten my Tupperware. I'm like, no. Uh, I feel so bad, too, because they're sitting there clean. And here's the worst part. I'll put them to the side just because, like, if I run out or if you're like, hey, I'm sweeping by whatever, right? So I put them to the side. And then every time my husband needs a Tupperware... He grabs one, and I'm like, those aren't ours. And so I've had to hide them. Oh, my gosh. Just so that so they're funny. constantly clean. But then I figured, well, I just made the salsa. So I'm just going to mm. put salsa in and give you salsa. That way I have a reason. Uh, yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> anyway. I would love that. So, yeah, but we will get the Tupperware. We have other containers. It's fine. Those aren't the only two. Those are just his favorite. Because they're so big. That's why Aaron uh, yeah. probably likes them too. Yeah, he puts his lunches for the week in them. So he like he always makes rice and beans and steak. That's like what he eats every single day without fail for lunch. Mm. And his rice and beans goes in one and his meat goes in the other. 
and then he uses a smaller one every day to put the stuff in. Ugh, man, and I've so. literally got both. Dang it. I'm sorry, it's- Mike. I love you. They'll be returned <laughs> with food in them, so to make up for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He'll love it. He He won't. It'll be worth it to him in the end. If that's what prolonged us getting them back was for him to have some of your delicious food, it'll be 100% fine. Done. So, but anyway, so those are the oils that I've got going on. So next time you guys come over, I will make sure that my house smells like apple pie because it is wonderful. My next order is going to be a restock of all my fault oils because we're only a weekend and I every like almost every day I'm like a little bit of cinnamon a little bit of nutmeg a little bit of apple pie it's so great (laughs) that's awesome yeah so your house smells like fall it smells like fall does it look like fall oh my gosh well okay (laughs) to the Pinterest person no (laughs) to what my capabilities are at this season in my life yes yeah (laughs) tell me everything Okay, so last year, I think I told you, I decorated for fall in August, Mm -hmm. like a week after Emma's birthday. It was still like 95 degrees outside, and and I had that stuff up until Christmas-ish, a little bit before Thanksgiving, sorry. So that was a long time before like decorating for Christmas but I and I never decorate for Christmas on Thanksgiving but last year I had had the fall decorations up for so long (laughs) I was like I'm decorating for Christmas on Thanksgiving this year and I actually kind of liked it Mm -hmm. it was I don't know if I'll do it again this year or not but I kind of liked having the Christmas tree up on Thanksgiving I don't know anyway I digress so (laughs) this year I decided I had to wait at least until Mm mid-September I feel like they put pumpkin spice stuff out now at the end of August, too. And I'm like, it's guys, it's too soon. Like, they already have Christmas trees up in Lowe's. I was there the other day. And I was like, no, no, we haven't even gotten past Halloween. Why do you have the Christmas lights up? So, uh, I told myself, nice. it's ridiculous. I was in Walmart yesterday, and I was like, why is there Christmas ornaments out? It's just, it's Christmas it's not, ornaments. Let no. me have my fall. Yeah, yeah. People what? are in such a hurry. It's like a rush. It's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I get it because I did it last year, but this year I'm like trying to embrace like the season, the actual season change more right. than trying to force the season to change like inside of my house. So I feel I, like there's two types of people that have come out of the pandemic and that 50% of people are like, let's cram everything in that we missed last year. Mm-hmm. And then the other 50% of people are like, wow, we missed out on all of this. I want to stay in this moment for yeah. as long as I possibly can before we have to move on to the next one because we know that times are so fleeting now. I like, I'm trying to enjoy the slower pace and that does not mean that my life is not busy my life is so ridiculously busy but when I can find those little pockets of just enjoying the moment I want to stay in those because they are fleeting time is fleeting time is a thief and having young children like I want to capture these moments and so and fall being my favorite Mm -hmm. season of all same yeah you know it was really hard for me to kind of put off not decorating but I found myself enjoying it a lot more when I did decorate And then today I have this green garland under my TV, just regular like year round or like spring, summer garland Mm -hmm. under my TV. And I was like, I just want to get some fall stuff because I really feel like if I just had that garland, it will, I don't have to do much more 
than that. So we took a trip to Michael's, taking your children. Mike, we all went. So all four of us <laughs> went to the store. So that was fun. People got a quite a laugh out of us because I just kept saying, come on, children. Come on, children. <laughs> but anyway, so and then Emma wanted a couple. Well, she would have gotten every single Halloween decoration that was there. But I was like, Emma, mm-hmm. okay, we need to be very choosy. And so, of course, we picked a pillow that says it's all just a bunch of hocus pocus because <laughs> that is mom's that is mom's favorite halloween movie mm-hmm. so we got that pillow and then we got like a little wooden trick-or-treat sign to put under the television too that was pretty much it and i got my garland so we i think we're done i could always just every time i walk into michael's i just want a cart and i just want to go down the aisles with my arms out and just like everything into my cart and i can't do that i need to a little bit more simple, mm-hmm. a little less, what is, what's that word? What is that like type of living now where people, minimalists. Oh, Rachel. Try, I'm not a minimalist. I'm not. <laughs> I was about to say, like, wait, I'm so not. hold on. Is that the only place you've decorated is the garland or did you do anything else throughout the house? Oh, no. Yeah. My, well, okay. So my living room is probably the most decorated because that's just the room that we are in a lot and that's the room that people see first when they walk into the Mm -hmm. house so I have like a couple things by the coffee pot in the kitchen and a couple things in the dining room but it's pretty much just my living room but when you walk into my living room you're like oh it looks like fall in here Mm -hmm. so it kind of I don't and oh and we decorated the front of our house too outside the outside of our house is decorated for fall too because I love doing that um what did you do uh, so we have like a fall wreath on our door and I have to keep our no soliciting sign on our door too. So mm-hmm. I finagled that little wooden sign with our wreath and then we have a mum out there and Emma picked out a cute little, one of those cute little scarecrows that you can just like buy at Lowe's or Home Depot for like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. We put that out there and then the only other thing that I want to do out there is I like to get a hay bale. Mm -hmm. And then when we get our pumpkins and we carve them, we'll set our pumpkins out there on the hay bale too. So, but we just haven't done that yet. And then I might get some corn stalks. I'm not sure. Um, But we like going to that local homestead over in Union Mm -hmm. Bridge. And so we will get the rest of our stuff from there. But when we went there the other day, they like had no corn stalks left. So Mm. hopefully they stock back up. But yeah, so that's pretty much all the all the decoration in our house. I'm trying to, like I said, I'm not a minimalist by any means, but I'm trying also to not spend unnecessarily either because that's really easy for me to do. Just be like, I like this. Mm-hmm. I can buy this and then buy it, which Mike went with me today and I spent like a hundred bucks and I felt like he was looking at me like, did you seriously just spend a hundred dollars on fake leaves and a hocus pocus pillow (laughs) well but if he wasn't with you you probably would have spent more probably like a lot yeah i I probably like i got in the car and i was like i feel ashamed i feel like i should take some of this stuff back but i didn't and it's all pretty much set up so (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny it's here to stay it's mine now it's so (laughs) oh man i did not buy anything for for new fall decorations i just went and dug up everything that i've just had Uh but for the last couple of years haven't been able to use because we're in our teeny tiny apartment 
And so, like, I just collected a bunch of pumpkin stuff and little scarecrows and just kind of put them around the house a little bit. I decorate. The most decorated part of my house is probably the shelf in the dining room. Okay. I have little pumpkins on there and a scarecrow or whatever. That's probably about it. And then, of course, I have all of my pumpkin candles, which I have been hoarding all summer like you (laughs) you want to talk about inappropriate timing okay they have had these pumpkin candles out since like july so every week i'll just pick up like one or every other week and so i just have like a good six seven pumpkin candles that Mm. i've just been collecting all summer and then (gasps) mm, that fall starbucks brew Oh my that goodness. You, that you have, yes. that you have in your house. Oh, oh Lindy, you're torturing me. Can it's, I come over yes. and have some? Please do. I have this chocolate dessert we keep eating and I need to share it because we're eating too much of it. But listen, this blend is so good. And I bought it like two or three weeks ago and I had to put it at like the back of the cupboard. And I said to Aaron, if you so much as open this, before fall, I'm going to cut your fingers off. Because, like, stay away from my stomachs, bro. Like, just stay back. And so we we had it. I opened it. We made some coffee. And it just changed my life. I had to go into the Target pickup app right away and order more. Because you know what they're like. Because they put it out so early, people try it, like it, and then they buy it all. And yeah. then the rest of us who wait for the season never get anything fun because everyone else has just been so rude right you know okay yeah i have a side story to that talking about like coffee creamers and stuff okay lindy i have been trying to watch my sugar intake okay so i as you know i feel like i've probably told you and everybody in my (laughs) life that like i am struggling real hard to lose the last 15 pounds of my baby weight with autumn mm-hmm. and um you know they they give you that whole saying like oh it takes nine months to make a baby it'll take nine months to get it off and i'm like that's really <laughs> nice but for most of us it doesn't take nine months it takes like five years right right and so or longer so you know i mean obviously autumn's not five she's only 16 months old but in my head i feel like i'm running out of time because i obviously want to have another you know i want to have other baby Anyway, so I was talking to our sweet friend, Laura, and she was like, have you ever considered looking at your sugar intake? And uh-huh. I was just like, no, why, why would I do, why would I do that? <laughs> um, so she's like, seriously, just like watch your sugar for a couple weeks, you know, and see what happens. And I was like, okay, so I have this app on my phone where I keep track of like my macros. And so I just threw sugar in there too. Lindy, I was eating so much sugar. Really? Yes. And do you know what is crazy? Coming back to my whole point about coffee creamers, I was literally eating like 15 to 20 grams of sugar just in my coffee creamer in the morning, plus eating a piece of banana bread every morning after taking my vitamins so I didn't get sick, Mm. and then eating tons and tons of fruit also throughout, not tons and tons of fruit, but fruit throughout the day because I'm like, oh, fruit, it's healthy. Like, let me eat this or what have you. So I tried drinking coffee with like, half and half and like only a tablespoon of my sweet cream french vanilla creamer and it would literally take me hours to drink my cup of coffee and i was like you know what there are just some things in life that are too good to sacrifice and my coffee creamer is one of those things that i am just not sacrificing so oh yeah no anyway way. <laughs> yeah i was just like nope 
not even doing it. How so, much are you putting in your coffee? Because you oh see, gosh. you know how I do it. I just put a splash of milk. So I probably put in like a, a quarter cup of milk in my coffee. But this is a big cup of coffee, right? And yeah. then like a tablespoon at most. No, probably half a tablespoon's worth of creamer for taste. So I started measuring out what I was actually doing, and I'm pretty sure I was putting like three to three and a half tablespoons <gasps> of creamer into my coffee because I would just use my French vanilla creamer. Right, you and so, Aaron. Like, my coffee was basically white. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll tone down the French vanilla and I'll do some half and half, and it was so bitter. Yeah. Uh, because at first I just tried to do a less less French vanilla, but then the color of my coffee was grossing me out. I was like, no, I need my coffee to look like it actually right. has creamer in it. So then that's when I added in the half and half too. So I was just like, you know what? I can't do it. So this morning was the first day in five days where I just gave myself just my own creamer and I gave myself two and a half tablespoons instead of like three and a half or four mm. and I downed it in like less than five minutes I was like oh sweet <laughs> lord this is so good um and then I actually just had a very small second cup of coffee with a little bit of creamer left because I still had some grams of sugar left in my day what a because, treat because I have been really paying attention to the sugars in other foods that I'm mm -hmm. eating so I'm like, okay, if I can still like hit this goal, did you know that I Googled it? So I don't know how true it is because, you know, everything on the internet is true, right? <laughs> that women are only supposed to have like t between 20 and 25 grams of sugar a day and men are only supposed to have 35. And I was, I kid you not, probably eating like 90 grams of sugar a day. Yeah, that's pretty typical because of everything. That's why I've transitioned from processed foods and even yeah. processed sauces. Like even something as simple as a sauce you pick up off the shelf. Oh it's my gosh, a tomato sauce. I love sauce. barbecue sauce, and that has so much sugar in it. I'm like, oh, coffee creamer, sweet baby rays. Coffee creamer, sweet baby right, rays. Right. So hard, so hard. But I like my coffee better than I like barbecue sauce. So, well, we all have to pick our hard. Yeah, yeah. So coffee creamer is here to stay. Talking about all the fall things and and coffee creamer. So. All things out the window, though, when I come to your house. Sugar is <laughs> out the window. You have you give me baked goods. You give me pumpkin coffee creamer. I'm there for it. You know, the coffee cream is non-dairy. So have it with a little bit of milk. And you don't have to have as much. But it's really good. It's like the oatmeal almond milk one that they have. It's the Starbucks one. Totally okay. rocks my world. Because, okay, here's the thing. is You can't find a good pumpkin spice creamer anywhere anymore. No. Everyone makes them so they've gone gimmicky. And so, yeah. you know what? Just for fall, I don't do it any other season. I like to get the Starbucks one. And because I'm getting the Starbucks pumpkin spice one for me, I'll get Aaron the cinnamon dolce latte one that he Ooh. likes. <gasps> that sounds so good, too. Well, you know what's in my fridge now. Oh, I bet a combination of the two would be so Heavenly. That's so wild and gross. I can't even believe that you said that. Oh, wait. Okay. What? Hold on. No, wait. Pause. Rachel. So, okay. you know how we just took down our garden? Okay. Yes. Have you done your garden? Have you taken yours down yet? Pretty much. We still have one butternut squash plant that seems to be confused. <laughs> still growing <laughs> fruit. And then our peppers are pretty much stagnant. And we have a couple tomatoes randomly popping in. But I've cleaned up pretty i mean our boxes are staying but mm -hmm. everything else has been picked out de-weeded all the things 
yeah, I just got like a bee in my bonnet on Sunday. I didn't even know what it was, but we got home from church on Sunday and I took a look at the garden and I was like, I know this is our Sabbath, but I need to take care of this right now. Yeah. Right now. Let's put her down for a nap. And we just went out and he picked the rest of the tomatoes and I just stripped everything, pulled all the weeds, all the plants. I have an enormous compost pile out in the backyard. And then now what's left is for me to go ahead and dress the beds and then I'm going to plant garlic. Ooh. Yeah. That's very nice. The long haul crop. I'll be planting it out front. Okay. And I'll pull it in the spring before I put my seeds in. That sounds amazing. Well, if you make lots and lots of garlic, you know whose hands are always open. (laughs) That I definitely do know. I definitely do know. But it just, it was such a, being out there in the garden was, I don't know, it was really bittersweet because, you know, I'm thinking back to the winter time when I was putting these little seeds and little soil pods Mm -hmm. and covering them with dirt and then they sprouted and then the most important thing was to keep them watered and in the light so sunlight and then when they kept growing it was time to transfer them so we had to prepare the soil that we were going to transfer them to we had to put in the specific type of protein so that it had the nutrients for the roots and then we covered it and then we watered it more and we watched it in the hot sun and I kind of prayed over it while I was snipping and (laughs) you know and we saw the trees kind of grow over our yard and just create shade for days and we lost some and we ate some and some went to the birds but it was just such a good season and here I am pulling out the plants just being like thank you for your service thank you for your work and at the same time thinking of God as a gardener and thinking of my life just being like this like as the soil in that like in that metaphor and him just planting good things in my life and plucking out things that don't produce good fruit and there being a good harvest and things needed to be dead ended so other areas can grow and everything that the soil goes through and all of its changes and the earthworms oh my goodness they were huge to the point where I thought I was seeing snakes like (laughs) <laughs> they were like a foot long. They were so big. It's oh, uh, so gross. So and so many of them, right? And but what a testament to how good that soil is, just because yeah. we put so much work into it. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm carrying with me into this fall season as we prepare our homes and our hearts for what the fall season brings, because it's yeah. completely different. Yeah, I said that to Mike the other day. We were sitting outside eating dinner and the house was open so we were like cooking with fresh air coming in and then we were sitting out on the deck eating dinner and I said to him I said I am just overwhelmed with gratitude right now and it's not just because it's not hot it's not humid it is gorgeous outside I am just loving the way the earth feels I said to him, I said, and I'm just so thankful for our home. Like, just what we've done to it, the love and the attention that we have put into it over the course of 10 years, Uh and just how much change, how many different seasons our home has actually moved through, and 
I just was feeling so grateful and just thanking God for, you know, even though it's far from perfect and it has its crazy and its chaos, how good it is and how beautiful and sustaining it is Mm. and just being so thankful for that opportunity to be able to raise my daughters in a stable environment Mm -hmm. in one that can change with the seasons one that is trying to cultivate a um you know peaceful environment and a loving environment and if I've learned anything from the summer it is that my family craves a peaceful environment Mm. because we are all crazy in and of ourselves and so if the inside of us is crazy and the outside is crazy we are legitimately going insane and Mm. so we need to have that space in our home be peaceful but it also the peace changes as the season does too different things bring us peace throughout different seasons and I like I mean my daughter's name is Autumn so like obviously Mm -hmm. I have a thing for fall and just the beauty that it brings and I think one of the most beautiful things like in talking about gardens and I know we talked about this in our gardening episode is just how gardening is like a metaphor for all of life basically Mm -hmm. you know there's a time to grow there's a time to thrive and then there's a time to die and I feel like as the season changes into fall one of my favorite things is just the leaves changing colors Mm. and just seeing that rich beautiful color come out in the trees but knowing that the leaves are changing to that color is not because they're thriving it's because they're dying Mm -hmm. and so like there's just so much beauty in I don't want to say in endings, but oh, but yes, like in endings, there's mm. so much. And I'm not saying like actual physical death. I'm just saying in things changing in oh, seasons. Yeah. In seasons changing, there it's hard because it's always hard. I think to just transition to something different because for one thing to begin, I think something else has to end. Mm-hmm. But but like seeing the leaves change and Mike and I really we haven't done it in a while since you know our kids are little and since we basically started having them but we used to love to go hiking it was especially in the fall because once you get to a lookout you just you just see everything you see this wide landscape and you see all these different colors and it is just breathtaking and it just is such a symbol of things are changing Mm -hmm. things are getting ready to slow down things are getting ready to die in one way or another so other things can come to be and I don't know it's just something about this season the same kind of thing as spring starts up it's like oh everything that's dead is coming back to life and so like each season has its own beauty you know but the fall is just there's something about it that I just love so much and especially just the lack of humidity I swear the humidity is just <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. You know, I think I like fall. Just how, like, back home growing up in South Africa, we do school from January through December. And so it kind of makes sense, like, you know, the beginning of the year starts, you start a new year and you kind of go through that year. And then at the end, you get like a four week break before you go to your next grade. And then in America, you guys start school in September. So it's mm. almost like you have this three months which to me is just first and foremost insane but you have like this three months of complete summer living which is a whole vibe it's like a whole thing you guys do like if you don't 
switch up your life to live the summer life are you even living kind of thing and and so then when fall comes back it's like you got to go back to the routine of school you got to go back to the routine of the nine to fives it's going to be daylight saving soon another thing we can go on one thing about fall that (laughs) can just go away (laughs) we could we could go on about that but and so when i think about fall i think a reason why i love it is because I thrive on knowing what's next. And I'm not saying like in a, in a schedule, not even in a route, cause like routines we have, and we had this routine in summer, we still did naps, we still did something fun. We still did an activity. We still went to the park. We still did all these things in a routine basis, but we didn't have a scheduled, we have to sit down and do this at this time. Yeah. Whereas with fall and homeschooling for the first time. And yes, I know I am homeschooling a two year old and trust me, I've heard everyone's opinion, which quite frankly, they could have all kept to themselves. But aside from that, if you spent all day with my daughter, you too would be looking for a way to keep her entertained, educated and motivated at least until nap time. So that's what we do from nine until noon is we do homeschool and I'm following the curriculum to the best of our ability because as I'm learning that she's not the only one doing school right mom is also in school I'm learning how to be a good teacher while also being a mom while also being a friend while also never having had a reason to really sit her down consistently day after day with set activities we just kind of went with the flow and now we're learning about new skills and new skill sets and that means that our routine we now have a routine and a schedule right and yeah i think yeah yeah it's hard emma's four and it's hard so i can only imagine how hard it must be also for a two-year-old because they're little wiggly bodies and just like but I think that that creating that structure is so important and necessary and even if it doesn't work out at least you did it you know what I mean at least you're like okay we at least went through the process of Mm -hmm. get to the table this is what we're gonna do and if the, the doing doesn't happen the way that you want it to at least the structure that you wanted kind of still went in the direction that you wanted it to go I've heard, I've heard that too, because, you know, Emma, we do homeschool Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then she's at in-person preschool on Thursday and Friday, and I've talked to other people who are like, well, she's in preschool, like, what could you possibly, like, she's not actually in school, and there's this, I feel like there's this common mm. misconception that homeschool is public school, but at home, mm. and that it's sitting down at a table Mm. or a desk for six hours a day and then a break for lunch and then a little bit of recess and it's at least in in my household that's not what school is it's like we wake up and we like the learning starts from the time we wake up it's okay like do you want to get your own drink do you want to help me get your own drink do you want to make your bed like it's not just teaching I'm not just teaching her numbers and letters and right. and how to read and how to write. I am teaching her those things and I'm really stinking proud of her and mm. she's not doing anything that is pushing her to the point of I hate this. Right. Why am I doing this? And right. if 
if an attitude arises where she is struggling to focus or she's struggling to if she's just trying to piss me off where she where I'm like <laughs> what letter is this and she's like z and it's a yeah you know I'm like okay we're gonna be done we'll come back to this later thanks for trying come again soon and we just like we stop there is right. no like forcing her to do anything yeah and and so I just you know I'm sorry that you were met with you know so many opinions you know what it is it's because she's so young and it's also coming from people that don't interact with her Mm -hmm. so they don't understand how much she actually comprehends and how easily bored she gets it's not about me wanting to create this wonder kid I'm I'm keeping her stimulated because the last thing I want for her is to be bored because when she's bored then the attitude comes out and then it just becomes a case of knocking things over or throwing the ball at the dog's head or and then we're fighting and quite frankly I don't want to fight with her about those things if I could just take a couple hours out of my day to have dedicated Noah Kate time yeah the rest of the day is going to go so smoothly because you know what? Mom's going to get her alone time come nap time. And it might mean that my chores are pushed off, which has been the biggest struggle has been juggling, getting my house homemaker chores done as well as school. And I'm not putting a lot of pressure on school, but I did go through the effort of writing a 43 week curriculum. And so that being said and done, I'm excited about it. And I know that she's going to love it, which she does. But we did have a week where we started with the lit. Like the first week was awesome. The second week, she just was not having it with me. And so I just said to Aaron, he came home one day. He's like, what did you guys do today? And I said, nothing. (laughs) We hung out in our PJs all day. We did Play-Doh. We did some finger paints, maybe, kind of, a little bit, got on the table, and I was like, whatever, I'll clean it later. Like, we just took a week off. Yeah. And then mom had to do some serious thinking, like, what could I have done to make it more interesting, more engaging? Am I maybe pushing her a little bit further than she needs to be going at this time? And so she's just disengaging because she doesn't understand And so after a little bit of thought, I thought, okay, let's give it a go, but let's do it with a dress-up week. And so she spent four days in her butterfly Halloween costume. But you know what? We went out and we looked for butterflies in the garden while she was dressed as a butterfly. And we got to do all of the garden and G and green activities that I had planned for the week before. But we just had to do it a little bit differently and I had to get more creative. Yeah. And... So after feeling like a bit of a loser mom, I felt pretty good after that. I was like, that's a win. Like, this is why I'm doing it. And then today we started with our third week with the letter A. And wouldn't you know it? She's so excited. She's so down. She loves that we get to do all the Apple things. And so, you know, one week at a time, one day at a time, tomorrow might fall off the wagon. And that's fine because I've got my fall coffee, my pumpkin spice creamer, and my pumpkin candles. Oh, my gosh. We'll just have a pumpkin day. You know, and that's – and coming off of, you know, you talking about how – living in South Africa, like, you just went to school, like, year-round, and, I mean, like, talking about seasons changing, like, summer is literally a thing here. 
all of the time. Like every time school lets out and summer's here, it's like pandemonium. Like kids just completely forget their manners. They forget Mm. like any sort of routine or schedule Mm. that they were on because it's like finally we have a chance to not be rigid, not be structured, just be lazy, enjoy life and do the things. When like in in my personal opinion, at least what I want to cultivate in keeping Emma at home for school is a year round like yes we are structured but yes we can breathe right. we can breathe right. through this do you need time right now in this moment okay then take it you don't have to wait until june to get it right. you can have it now mm-hmm. Like talking just, you know, so that transition from, you know, I'm not going to say we don't get a little bit lazier in the summer. Of course we do. We're not as like, okay, every single day you have to do your schoolwork. But it's also like, do you want to do some some fun activity today? Yeah. Okay, great. Like, here's what we can do. So I just think that, like I said, what I'm trying to cultivate in homeschooling her and coming out of summer and into fall is this is what we're going to be doing. But there's also time for you to just breathe so like nap time for autumn is tv time for emma and emma lives for that television time (laughs) and so it is very easy for me to say to her when she's starting to get pissy with me that like sometimes sometimes we just have to stop but sometimes i can say to her if you're going to continue down this path of not listening you're going to lose this activity that you enjoy so much in which case she will do one of two things she will continue to misbehave which is my indicator like okay she really just does need to be done Mm -hmm. or two she'll turn herself back around and she'll finish you know what she needs to finish and then she gets her television time and everybody's happy and healthy and we're all good um but i struggle with the We've had a couple struggle weeks, too, because our the curriculum, the preschool curriculum that I have for her is through Sunlight. And Sunlight is a literature-based curriculum, so it has a lot of reading. Right. And Emma is a very active child. And so I kind of, I relate to what you're saying, like, about taking Noah Kate outside in the garden and letting her be in her butterfly costume. Like, sometimes that's what Emma needs to do. So I kind of took a hat, or took a trick out of um, our friend Ashley's hat that she did when she like set up a like a fort and read inside of a fort so Mm -hmm. I was like hey let's set up our teepee and read and I had her attention so much more because it wasn't just me sitting on the floor saying you need to sit here next to me and listen to me read your homeschool stuff so it's a it's a trial what is that what is that expression trial and error yeah trial and error kind of thing where you just have to figure out what works for them and that's another thing that I love about you know homeschooling too is that they're gonna learn best but we have to also learn how they learn right so that is gonna take a lot of grace on our part because i think too we have this expectation of like what we want for them and what we want them to achieve and they're not us and what works for us might not work for them and we have to be willing to not be the author of their story right Mm -hmm. and just like let them tell us hey this is what works best for me and this is how i learn best and then we can throw ourselves in into that and help them grow and thrive and yeah homeschooling is 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 hard but like i think i think in our case 
we have we may have not been doing it for years and years and years like a lot of seasoned moms have but we're new to it and so Mm -hmm. I feel like we've just come out of doing the research we've just come out of coming up with all of the plans and we've you know listened to this curriculum and that curriculum and we've like kind of immersed ourselves in it so I feel like we're kind of the fresh eyes to you know where the seasoned moms are like I say seasoned moms, but seasoned parents, I should say, have the wisdom and the knowledge behind them of that. And we're like, hey, we've got all this research and stuff, and this is what we're trying, and we're giving ourselves lots of grace. So if you want to, like, hop on this train and journey along with us, then um, here's what we've done. Here's what we've learned. And we're still pretty new to it, and this is what we're doing. And so I feel like we, even though it's not something we've been doing for any length of time, I still feel like we have valuable information to share with people who are trying to get started or who are maybe being thrown back into it again for whatever reason or maybe they just decided after being their kids going back to school they're like nope we're bringing you back home and we're gonna figure this out and I think that's I think that's the the big part of it is that there's a variety of different reasons why parents decide to homeschool and our biggest motivation is the fact that so coming looking at Aaron's education through the American school system and then comparing it to the education that I received through the South African school system, I personally can reconcile the lack of depth in education that I felt our kids would be getting. And in order to give Noah Kate the sort of experience that I could envision being best for her or I want her to experience would be an immersive school. Yeah. And those are very expensive. Um, yep. They're more accessible on the West Coast. There's like one on every corner almost. It's like you throw a rock and you can hit one. Gotcha. Um, but here they're very, very exclusive. And yeah. and so Erin and I just got talking about it. And so I was like, well, I'm educated. I have a master's degree. Yeah. I, I can teach. I can I mean, teach preschool. Well, not just that though, but like I really viewed Noah Kate as being the most important thing that I will ever do yeah. as long as God wills it. Right. And I heard this really, this quote that stood out to me and I've, I've said it to you and I wrote it in the front of my um, homeschool planner book as a reminder to myself as to why I homeschool even when it's hard, because trust me, that's so, so hard. It's that um, if you send your kids to be educated by Caesar, don't be surprised if they come back, they come as, back Romans. as Romans. Yes, that is the same quote that I, yes, that is the same quote. I we, You heard it on Homemaker Chic, yeah? Yeah, I heard it from Shay, and then I went yeah. and I found the original author of it. And then I even put the book in my shopping cart on Amazon because I was like, okay, now I've got to go ahead and read this book. Yeah, that was exactly what, as soon as I heard her say that in that podcast episode, a light bulb just went off in my head and it just solidified everything that I had been thinking. I'm like, yes, this is, and the, the most important piece of that for me, and I'm sure for you as well, is that if I send my children to public school, that public school system is going to try to take Jesus out of them. Right. And they're going to get eight hours a day to do that, where we're only going to have three to four hours a day with our kids while they're home to undo it. Right. Right. And I mean, like, I want to wake up and I want to start our day with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I want to sprinkle him in, you know, through other parts of the day. And I want to end the day 
with him. And that really was, that was it. They're going to try to remove him from her life. Mm. I want to fill up her life right. with him. How, how else am I going to do this? How else am I going to do it as well as I believe that I could unless I keep her here and then give her, like, she's not going to be, like, in bubble wrap. Like, she's social. She likes to talk to people. They, like, people think right. that homeschool, ki- people think homeschool kids are weird. I know. If they ever had to meet our girls, they would be so confused because they're so outgoing. They love talking to new people. They make friends really easily. They're well-mannered. They're polite. And you know what? They also know Jesus. Like, uh, just yeah. you know what I mean. Like, all of yeah. that just matters so much when the world can be such a dark place that we can mm-hmm. honestly raise kids that are the light. And yeah. to start our day with Jesus, I love that we read our Bible every morning together. And are yeah. there some mornings where she wants to tear the page or move on? And I'm like, no, we're learning about God. And he said, good morning, birds. And then sometimes <laughs> I just need to be like, you know what? You're right. That That yeah. is, take the book. You know, let's, go, right. let's put the book down. Let's go outside and see what Jesus has done. And not right. only that, but if I want her to learn four languages, guess what? I get to walk alongside her while she learns all four languages. And that's like, that's so cool to me that she could essentially be done with high school by the time she's like 16. I just said that to Mike yesterday. I'm like, do you know that Emma could literally graduate early if she wanted to? Yeah. And he's like, really? I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So think about, because I said to Erin, if she finishes high school, at 16 or whatever and she's looking not sure about colleges she has two years that she can work and go to community college and try different classes Mm -hmm. or travel and then you know what by the time she has to make that decision then she has a little bit of life experience which quite frankly as someone that was raised with like an education like an education for me was seen as like the creme de la creme that was the goal you wanted mm-hmm. to get as educated as you could and so I never stopped to think what what is my gifting what mm-hmm. am I genuinely interested in I'm not talking about fleeting passion I'm talking like what has God given me as a spiritual gift to use for his purposes in this life that I can use day after day after day and feel joy instead of feeling like my soul is being sucked out of every pore which right. unfortunately is what happens when I work in my field so oh my God. now I'm a homeschool mom and right. I'm and you know what we're not weird either no, we're not. We're cool. We're the cool homeschool we're moms. The cool, yeah, we're the cool moms. <laughs> we're not a regular homeschool mom. Yeah, we're, we're a not cool a regular. Yeah. Oh, Mean Girls <laughs> reference. I seriously uh, need to watch Mean Girls again. Oh, that. maybe night. All right. So that's what we're doing in our homes. Yep. That's what we're decorating. What are you guys eating? We're eating pickled and fermented foods that's my new thing well you know what i did do i told mike because we like to eat we hate cooking we don't like it um and so if you're not cooking it for us or (laughs) we're not making it as simple as possible we're ordering out Uh so i i had to um i had to finally commit to like writing what we need to eat 
at for dinner on a chalkboard in the kitchen. So I have Look planned at out. You I know. We tried it once before and I and I didn't fail. I just stopped doing it. Um <laughs> so I started I can't live it. without my chalkboard and planning the meals. Yeah. So I did that. So tonight we're having steak, broccoli and mac and cheese. Nothing fancy, you know, but we have to have mac and cheese in our house cuz all our children eat. So um <laughs> it's fine. Hot dogs and mac and cheese is pretty much always on the menu for Emma and Autumn. But I also am going I love this time of year to like get all the baking stuff and like the banana breads mm-hmm. and the pumpkin muffins <gasps> and pumpkin the blueberry muffins. yeah and the blueberry thing all those delicious fall things that have more sugar than my daily intake allows for but you know what you only live once do you want so. me to bake you some pumpkin muffins okay if you want to do it for me i will not say no to that yeah i've totally got a can of pumpkin and i the pumpkin muffins didn't even cross my mind all right i'm gonna make i'm gonna make some pumpkin muffins do you put like a little cream cheese spread on top it's like i don't know man what is it with mixed with cream cheese and pumpkin spice maybe yeah or maybe just like, like actual pumpkin like you know what you drizzle over top of cinnamon buns that oh that yeah icing like uh-huh. some sort of like cream cheesy pumpkin icing on top would be so stinking delicious why is everything in the fall so much better because that's when the weather gets colder and mm-hmm. our bodies start to like lose uh, eat themselves and lose weight and our bodies freak out and want all this delicious yummy pumpkiny goodness to yeah. put back on it's, the pounds uh, for the winter because we're technically I truly believe that we were meant to be hibernators too. I'm not from like, Africa. I'm definitely not a hibernator. <laughs> I'm from Africa. I'm an all year round outside, hot, dry climate kind of girl. Okay, well, winter hibernators. Like for those that experience the winter season and it getting cold, and you just and and the dreaded daylight savings where it's dark at four o'clock in the afternoon. You just don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to do anything. It's cold. You're miserable. You just want to be inside. But that's winter, so we can talk about winter in another episode. We definitely can talk about winter. Uh. And you know what? Actually, this is something else. I'm working on easy recipes for a five ingredients or less. Ooh. So I'll have to share those with you because I've got some I've got some good ones down so far. One of them is like messy meatball buns. So like okay. a sloppy joe but classier because you're using meatballs and you're putting thyme in them and you're using really good sharp cheddar cheese. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good the food the food is just i don't know i just the smells the cinnamon the Mm -hmm. apple the pumpkin just the nutmeg and the ginger it just it's all so heavenly i don't know i just i feel like when i go to heaven i hope (laughs) that there's an area of that i could live in that is just indefinitely fall and that I'm still able to taste and that I'm still able to have coffee Mm. and I mean these could all just be wishful thinking but you know I'd like to believe that the the things that the good lord has blessed us with in this life (laughs) might carry over into the next one it's funny you say that because as you're talking I'm thinking coffee espresso must I mean heaven 
espresso must be so good and then i'm like wait oh that's a materialistic possession does that exist in heaven <laughs> so sinful my espresso machine i don't know i mean maybe you maybe it's just like the manna falling from the sky maybe the espresso just falls into your mouth from the heavenly clouds it could just you don't even need a machine heavenly like, lattes oh. oh heavenly lattes oh my oh, goodness probably so good like we're talking about how good earthly lattes are because <laughs> <laughs> i mean the the way the way we describe earthly lattes is like heaven right we're like oh right. this must be what heaven right. tastes like mm-hmm. <laughs> this must be what heaven smells like i don't know i could just live and fall forever though seriously i just i love it so much it puts me outside more too which just always makes me feel more connected to the lord and just so much more grounded and peaceful speaking of being peaceful um Mm -hmm. i want to take this time real quick i know i totally should have done this at the beginning but i totally forgot i just want to send a shout out to all of our listeners because i can say that because we have those yeah which is so crazy and weird but speaking of the fall and the posture of the home and the posture of the heart and all that good stuff i and rachel speaking on behalf of you we just want to say we're so thankful and grateful yeah. for all of the feedback that we've received, all of the ratings y'all have put on um, wherever you're listening. Or, and we just, we appreciate it because at the end of the day, all of the information that we have is really just the two of us speaking out loud for ourselves and just kind of holding each other accountable. And if we can invite you all in on that, that is a blessing within itself finding community can be so hard and finding um something that is good and clean and is inspiring maybe or you can relate with or it motivates you if we can do any of those things then like thank you for allowing us to be in your home and in your ears and in your hearts and like we just we love you guys because we really did just kind of do this just so we had an excuse to talk regularly and get away from our husbands and children for a little bit (laughs) i know and and coming out of it we just hear back from you guys about what you've liked hearing or um, areas where we could improve and we just appreciate all of it so thanks yeah my favorite compliment is when people tell me that they feel like they're just sitting with us Mm. and with their cup of coffee or their tea or whatever and they just feel like they're actually a part of the conversation that we're having and I've had a handful of people say that to me where they're just like I just love listening to the two of you talk because I feel like I'm there with you Mm. and I'm just like that is so great thank you so much right and it's just it's so nice to just have that type of authenticity and that realness to just be like yeah we're just we're friends who are just having a conversation and you have a in you've got the inside scoop you can be a fly on the wall and listen to that and you know so it's really great and yeah i'm just i'm thankful for this time that we get to spend together every couple weeks i know i love it and i love you and even though i could do this for hours it is dinner dinner time time. and because Mm -hmm. it's the fall and we're homeschooling and we're busy like our schedules are just insane i've been doing meals during the week where we eat twice okay so monday night we eat same so monday tuesday same meal tuesday i mean wednesday thursday same meal and then friday's date night 
Okay. And then on the Saturday, on the weekend, I'll cook like a longer meal that'll take a few hours to prepare and do my fun thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. in the week, I'm just saying, what if I can make it big enough for Aaron to have leftovers and us to have dinner the next night, then mm-hmm. it's one less thing to do. So I need to go upstairs and warm up last night's dinner. All right. Well, that sounds amazing. That's such a great idea. Would you like me to get us out of here yeah girl okay well thank you guys for joining us again we are so glad that you're here we hope that you feel inspired lifted up and most importantly loved and we will see you guys next time for episode eight bye guys bye bye